Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. There we go. Now we have some audio. The headline reads that uh, the World Economic Forum uh, convenes for the first time in person since the pandemic in Davos, Switzerland. Inflation, trade, and economics, of course, drive the conference. But something else, freedom, stole the show. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Obviously, with inflation hitting, particularly here in the United States of America, concern over China invading Taiwan, a myriad of other economic and social issues plaguing the world. The interesting thing to me is looking at where everyone stands as it relates to Ukraine and its ongoing fight for freedom. And as leaders from around the world gather in Davos, Switzerland, again, this is the first time they've convened live and in person since the pandemic uh, there was a lot of important energy there as these uh, leaders from around the world come together as they have these discussions. But really, it was President Zelensky addressing the World Economic Forum in Switzerland today that stole the show once again. And so I want to break that down because it, there's some interesting things to be thinking through as it relates to that. And it is, can that bond stay between the United States, NATO allies, European allies, Will that hold in the face of real economic challenges? That's the real test. And I think President Zelensky fully understands that it's easy for that group to get distracted from this campaign for self-governance, self-determination and freedom in Ukraine. And so President Zelensky began uh, by reminding all of those set to talk about economics around the world uh, that freedom was at a turning point. This year, the world's turning point appears to become more than just a rhetoric figure of speech. This is really the moment when it is decided whether brute force will rule the world. Brute force seeks nothing but the subjugation of those it seeks to subdue. And it does not discuss, but kills at once. And Russia does that in Ukraine just as we speak. 
President Zelensky, again, that's his interpreter speaking there as he addressed uh, by satellite the gathering there in Davos. President Zelensky called for economics, economic sanctions against Russia. This what the sanctions should be. There should be maximum so that Russia and every other potential aggressor who wants to wage a brutal war against its neighbor would clearly know the immediate consequences for their actions. And I believe there's still no such sanctions against Russia. And there should be. There should be Russian oil embargo. All the Russian banks should be blocked. No exceptions. There should be an abandonment of the Russian IT sector. There should not be any trade with Russia. Very strong words coming from President Zelensky today. Uh, really reminding those there to talk about the economies of the world, that there should be a full-on Russian oil embargo, that Russian banks should be blocked, that uh, the IT sector of Russia should be abandoned, shouldn't be trade with Russia. Uh, He really put the economic screws to the group to say, look, you can talk about all of these other things all you want, uh, but if we allow this kind of invasion and takeover of a country uh, simply because it's there, Uh, That is not good for freedom or democracy or for economies around the world. President Zelensky went on to invite these world leaders uh, to help financially as Ukraine rebuilds after the war, definitely looking ahead. We offer the world to set a precedent for rebuilding the country after the war, which will show everyone who dreams of destroying the life of a neighbor that the war is not working. I invite you to take part in this rebuilding. The amount of work is enormous. We have more than half a trillion dollars in losses. Tens of thousands of facilities were destroyed. We need to rebuild entire cities and industries. So much to be done, obviously, in the days ahead. And a very confident President Zelensky uh, concluded by asking the world to not lose focus. That's often the challenge in these kinds of protracted battles uh, is that the focus flees. People turn to other issues and challenges and economics. And President Zelensky challenged them to stay focused and keep the first thing, freedom, first. The world is united already now, and I am thankful to the world for this. I would only wish you not to lose this feel of unity. This creates this punch that the management of the Russian Federation fears the most. And, well, I do understand and know that each of you esteemed world leaders have your own range of priorities and issues, and each of you has a country to look after and think about. But I'm also thinking that we risk losing those values, the ones that we are fighting not to lose in Ukraine. I would wish that every one of you wakes up in the morning with this feeling in the head, like, what have I done for Ukraine today? At the conclusion of his remarks, uh, President Zelensky received a standing ovation from all those in attendance with the exception of the Chinese delegation. Uh, They sat, did not applaud nor stand. Uh, Again, an interesting signal coming from China uh, as it relates to 
uh, Ukraine. Now, interesting, uh, there is a delegation from the United States there, including uh, senators and uh, members of Congress from both sides of the political aisle. Uh, There was a panel discussion with uh, retiring Senator Pat Toomey from Pennsylvania, uh, along with Senator Joe Manchin from West Virginia. Senator Manchin uh, spoke at the forum uh, where he said he's never seen this kind of unity before, uh, meaning in Congress, committed to supporting Ukraine. Putin's war on Ukraine and Ukraine's determination, resolve and the sacrifices they've made for the cause of freedom has united the whole world, but it's united us as Senate and Congress, I think, like nothing I've seen in my lifetime. I think we're totally committed to supporting Ukraine in every way possible, as long as we have the rest of NATO and the free world helping. I think we're all in this together. And I am totally committed as one person to seeing Ukraine to the end with a win, not basically resolving in some type of a treaty. I don't think that is where we are and where we should be. Uh, an important message there from uh, Senator Joe Manchin uh, saying that uh, he was going to make sure that the United States Senate stayed united, uh, not just until a peace treaty or some court sort of settlement could be arranged, but an absolute win for Ukraine. And it's this is one of those classic moments, I think, as this war has been protracted, uh, as Ukraine has defied all odds and has uh, fought so fiercely uh, and so strategically uh, to to defend their land, their people, their way of life. And now this hard part, this long slog uh, of where things are right now. And, and we have to remember that in these types of things, uh, people tend to run out of energy before they run out of opportunity. And I think that was the message from President Zelensky today was, look, the, all this economic conversation is important and we have to stay focused on freedom. We have to stay united, even even if it is difficult economically. Uh, we have to make sure that we stay focused and that we stay united. And when he says united, he's talking about everybody from NATO and European allies to the United States, uh, that none of those countries can run out of energy or Ukraine will run out of opportunity. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.